Hello and welcome back. This is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast mini-sode, Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. Um, and I have to tell you, we we keep these, we keep all of our notes, our mini-sode ideas in this Google Doc and Amy and I kind of go back and forth. And we're always joking about, you know, how much we listen to true crime podcasts. And I saw the, the title of this in the mini-sode says, the book series killer. And I thought, ooh, that could get really interesting <laughs> in a podcast. But so so this podcast idea came about when I talked to an author a couple of weeks ago. And um, she said to me that she, and she's just got this absolutely gorgeous cover. Her book, she's writing a ser- series. It's a new series for her. And she is doing a... Um, she has a, she has the next book in the series comes out, I think at the end of 2023 or something like that. And then the first book is already out now. Um, to me, that could potentially be a problem. And it's not just because of, it's not just because, you know, it's good to release consistently so you can build readership, especially when you're new, et cetera. But depending on the cliffhanger that you have. And I want Amy to speak to this because as we were discussing the shows, she came up with a really, she came up with a really, really good example. Cliffhangers in your book, like if you have a really hard cliffhanger, you really cannot make readers wait to find out what happens. I mean, that to me is, that will just kill your series. I mean, Amy, do you want to talk about what you your example? Yes. I actually saw this on an author's page recently. I was doing an Amazon optimization and doing some of that kind of research because I always check out what's going on on their page, what people in the reviews are saying to give me an idea of how readers are resonating with this book and what's standing out to them and things like that. And apparently um, this author just really had this massive cliffhanger that with very few loose ends tied up. And the main issue that people had with it, reviewers, was that it wasn't really obvious that it was going to be that kind of a book when you got into it. Um, And I think this is one that's, I I believe it was a debut author as well. So they're kind of on that shaky ground of like, I'm not sure when I can do my next book. So they kind of step back from really owning that, like, this is a series concept as well. And all of that just created the perfect storm of having readers a little pissed off about, you know, things not being tied up in a neat little bow by the time they got to the end of the book. And, and and they mentioned this on their in their reviews on Amazon. Yes, they put it in the reviews. People were kind of pissed. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, I'm not laughing because it's not important, but I, I you just don't you don't see that as often. But it just goes to show that readers don't miss anything, and yeah. they 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 want perfection. I realize we are human, and that is very hard. You know what I mean? Like that's a crazy concept to. To keep in mind when you're when you're doing this as an author, but you know that's what readers are looking for. You know, yeah. yeah. And you know, I think that when you are, um, I think that when you're putting out a, if you if you have this, you know, if you've mapped out this series, and you feel like you don't have the time to, so let's say you have four books in the series, and you think, well, I'm I'm about a year between books. 
um, you may want to hold the first book and not necessarily release it until the second book is, I mean, in terms of the pacing, the release pacing, if you have a very, very heavy cliffhanger, if like, you know, the who shot JR and now I'm really going back to the eighties, but (laughs) the the who shot JR kind of cliffhanger, right. Where, you know, um, you don't really want to wait, I mean, to make people wait for a year to figure out, you know, what happened at the end of the book. Cause that, that's very upsetting to readers, right? They don't like that. Um, I, I mean, I think that if you're pacing these books, you know, three to six months out with a very, very heavy, uh, with a very, very um, sharp cliffhanger, let me say that, as opposed to the kind of book that pretty much resolves itself, but then uh, a different, you know, a different character becomes the protagonist in the next book, because that's a different, um, you know, that's a whole different kind of a... Uh, right. Or that's like... A whole, right. That's, a, that's no. a different thing. But I think that if you have a book, so this is another thing, we're going to talk about this on another show. If you have the first book in a series out, and you say, well, I'm listening to this and my first book is out. And um, what am I going to do? Because I have a very, very heavy cliffhanger with this. Either speed up the process of releasing the second book or create, um, you know, create maybe some novellas or things to kind of keep readers, you know, keep readers engaged. You're still probably going to upset some folks if this is what the situation that you're, that you're in. I had an author suggest one time, he said, well, maybe I should just not promote my first book until my second book is done because I do have a heavy cliffhanger. And that is also a mistake because if your book is sitting on Amazon, if the first book in the series is sitting on Amazon and you are um, waiting to, you know, and you're waiting to promote that book, that book is aging. So by the time the second book comes out, you're SOL, as we say, to get any kind of attention for the first book. So it, that also then becomes a series killer. Does that oh. make sense? Yes, absolutely. Because honestly, Penny, we talk to authors all day, every day that struggle with self-promotion and doing enough, you know, on top of everything else they're doing. And just think of it that way too. You know, the longer you wait between releases, that is just more time where you have to be focused on your self-promotion and your marketing to keep that reader interest alive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I tell you, you know, and we see this, this is a very different thing, but we see this, you know, like last year, or I guess it's still sort of the pandemic, but you know, a lot of shows went offline, right? A lot of studios closed, a lot of shows went offline. And I'm finding that as shows start to are starting up again, um, I have to be really, and most of these shows, you know, they often do end with a cliffhanger, but we sort of expect that because we have the summer hiatus, et cetera, fall, you know, new releases, things like that. I have to be really engaged with that show to want to come back um, to it. And I think that the same thing is true with a book series. I mean, you really have to have a super engaged reader to want to come back to you if your hiatus from publishing is just too long. And then, as I said, you do risk upsetting them, frankly. And, and honestly, I think that when you're publishing a series, be respectful of the reader, right? Even if you have to tone down what your cliffhanger would, the cliffhangers are really fun. We all love writing them and I've written fiction. Cliffhangers are super, super fun to write. Not so much fun to read if you're wait, making your reader wait a year or two years for the next book. Absolutely. Um, so just, this was 
the, the book series Killer. That was our attempt at a, at a true crime podcast title. But I really, really think just take it to heart. Um, if you, you know, if you put together a series, maybe you want to hold, make the cliffhanger less, less sharp. Um, and, or maybe hold them until you can publish them, you know, a little bit closer succession. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell, and this is the mini-sode of the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Bye-bye.